You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The SB Nation NFL Show. Super Bowl Roundtable. Hello and welcome in to the SB Nation NFL Show Super Bowl Roundtable Edition. It is officially Super Bowl week between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams. We're going to be here setting the stage for you guys every single day this week. We've got incredible content coming out all week long at the SB Nation NFL show. So please make sure you're subscribed on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, everywhere you get all your content. We've got something for you. So make sure you're locked in. I'm Steven Serta of Arrowhead Pride, joined by Justice Mosqueda of Acme Packing Co., as well as Jason Markham of Cincy Jungle. Fellas, Super Bowl week, Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford might not be the Super Bowl we all predicted. Uh, I, I, Jason, I, I think me and Justice are still kind of licking our wounds from the Packers and Chiefs losses in the playoffs, but your Cincinnati Bengals are there. So I, I, I want to start by discussing with you kind of like what's going on right now with this Cincinnati Bengals fan base. Like, to start the year, obviously expectations were high for this team and Joe Burrow coming back after a strong rookie campaign. But I don't think any Cincinnati Bengals fan, and if they say they did, I think they're liars. I don't think anybody assumed the Bengals were going to be in the Super Bowl this year. No, it's it's been a wonderful experience. It's been just one of the best times the city's ever seen because you just had the Cincinnati Bearcats make the college football playoff. And now you've had the Bengals kind of make this miraculous run of the Super Bowl. And it's just almost it's almost been like a four or five week party because you know the first game against the Raiders it was about ending that 31 game or 31 year streak without a playoff win then the next week it was about beating the Titans um which that was the Bengals first road playoff win ever and then the next week they beat the Chiefs obviously and so it's just been a big celebration for the last month I'll, I'll be honest Jason I did not pick the Bengals in the AFC championship game going into that football game I didn't think there was a chance they were going to beat the Kansas city chiefs. And we've talked about it a ton on the SB nation NFL show throughout the season. And me and justice have discussed this Bengals team quite a bit. The Bengals, I think the biggest surprise for them coming into this football game and really throughout the AFC playoffs, their defense has been rock solid. And so I want to get into that for, for a second, because this is a defense that seems to kind of be sure everywhere, but they don't have any like major superstars, but they do enough to give you consistent problems and they've done enough to make it to a Super Bowl, which says something a lot about the players that they have and the way those guys have come together as a unit to figure this thing out and go on this playoff run. Yeah, it's really a defense full of underdogs. I mean, you look at Lou Anarumo, he, he, this was a career position coach that never was a coordinator at the NFL until the Bengals gave him a chance. And I mean, you don't see many, you know, first year coordinators in their fifties end up panning out, but 
He's been tremendous this year. And um, you just look at throughout the defense, it's guys like, you know, Chidobia Wuze and Mike Hilton, their top cornerbacks. I mean, those they've played fantastic this year, but they – I mean, they had good, solid careers, but they weren't like top-tier guys like they've been this season. I mean, the Bengals got them both to really – great value deals and they've just been tremendous and then you look at the rest of the defense it's just mostly guys that you know were like mid late round draft picks some street for agents you've signed just put them together it's not they don't have like a Von Miller or um an Aaron Donald or Jalen Ramsey they're they're just they're a unit that plays for each other and they play together as good as any defense in the NFL what what do you think about kind of how up and down you know, that pass rush has been, right? So you look at the Kansas City Chiefs game and Trey Hendrickson, you know, the first half, it didn't seem like he was making a lot of plays. You know, obviously, Kansas City builds up that lead early on in the game. And then the second half, Trey Hendrickson is just, you know, a ball of knives, basically just causing uh, just chaos for Patrick Mahomes. It ends up with him, you know, we were joking, he was doing TikTok dances, you know, in the backfield that entire second half and him stepping up, like how much of this defense really depends on what kind of production and pressure, I guess that Hendrickson can provide. Cause you look at this defense and I think we're on the same page and we've talked about them all year that, you know, they're pretty solid across the board, but the two kind of big playmakers are like when, when Jesse Bates can get his hand on balls. Right. And then when Trey Hendrickson is just playing out of his mind, how, how big of a deal is it for Hendrickson to have a big game? Oh, I mean, he's he's by far their best pass rusher. And a lot of the other guys, they're more run defenders that can kind of rush the passer, but they rely heavily on him. And I think kind of in that second half part of it was Anarumo changing up the coverage just a little that it left Patrick Mahomes really confused. I mean, he he just looked like a shell of himself really in that second half into the overtime. And I think Anarumo did a masterful job of confusing him and giving guys like Hendrickson, you know, more time to get in the backfield and take Mahomes down. I do want to remind you guys that the SB Nation – NFL show is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That's code SBNNFL only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. So, Jason, we've talked about the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line a ton this season, and Joe Burrow eats a lot of sacks, and some of that is on him. You know, sacks can be attributed to quarterbacks' play sometimes, and he takes a lot of sacks. That offensive line certainly hasn't done him any favors this season. We knew coming into this season the whole debate uh, about taking a wide receiver or an offensive lineman, which which was going to be more needed for this team this season. Obviously, Jamar Chase is an absolute superstar, but what's so impressive about the Cincinnati Bengals offense is that Burrow is legitimately just cool under pressure all the time. Like we talk about it a ton with these NFL quarterbacks, but we see over and over again that certain quarterbacks, the stage can get a little bit too big for them, especially when they're living under pressure. Like Derek Carr comes to mind personally, but Joe Burrow just seems to take sacks and then go out and make plays and put his, his, himself and his team in a position to win. Like, I, I think that's the thing that's impressed me the most about him this season. Yeah, his, his toughness, toughness is unmatched. Uh, it kind of goes back to his career at LSU. I mean, for all the, you know, hype that offense got for as low as it was, the offensive line wasn't very good. He got pressured a lot. Now, you know, where he's kind of bigger and, you know, in college, he could shed some of those. And he was good at making plays in the pocket, but – and you've seen a little bit in that in the NFL, but obviously the guys are much faster now. So 
the offensive line, I mean, it's it's been an issue since he's got here, and he's just kind of used to it now. I mean, he just goes out there and takes every hit, and as long as his body will keep going, he'll keep going. I just wanted to talk to you about, you know, the perspective of a Bengals fan over the last 16 months, right? I mean, this is the fastest turnaround for a team to ever go from first overall pick to the Super Bowl in just two seasons. Um, obviously, Joe Burrow had a lot to do with that, but the Bengals – also kind of change their ways. I mean, you're you're more familiar with this than most people would be, but they use free agency in a way that they, you know, previously hadn't really done. And, you know, you, you look at uh, recent draft and develop programs, like even the Green Bay Packers when they restarted in 2019 and they spent all that money on, you know, the Smith brothers, uh, Billy Turner, guys like that. It seems kind of unsustainable now in the league to kind of be that draft and develop team. And the Bengals kind of correctly identified, you know, what the market is. And, you know, they filled some of their needs. They went after uh, some star players that were good chemistry matches in uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. And they've completely turned around this program that, you know, you you go back and you read, uh, you know, the Zach Taylor, uh, Andy Benoit article that was written for MMQB. And Zach Taylor was like, yeah, we have to get, you know, play clocks on the practice field because we didn't have that, you know, on the practice field. And currently the Bengals are still uh, practicing at the university in Cincinnati where uh, there's an indoor practice facility because the Bengals still don't have that. So can you just talk a little bit about how you've experienced this whole thing going from not only first overall pick to the Super Bowl as a fan, but you know, the Bengals came into this season fourth in odds uh, for winning the AFC North. Yeah, it's it's been it's been a miracle, really. I'm uh, you going co- back to the offensive line issues when Joe Burrow, you know, coming to the NFL and, you know, the Bengals being just kind of one of these franchises, they've had some good players, good careers they've ruined or just kept from reaching their full potential. And a lot of people said that that was going to happen with Burrow. And when he tore his ACL uh, last year in Washington, you're kind of like, oh, God, is this the beginning of like an Andrew Luck type of career where he's great when he's healthy, but he gets so banged up and then he ends up retiring early because the Colts just could not protect him until it was too late. And so that's what was one of the bigger concerns with Burrow. But he's been good so far, and that's kind of made up. for. They've they've done their best to upgrade the offensive line this year and do the best with AKN. And uh, I think that'll definitely be a bigger focus going forward. But just in terms for the Bengals fans, it's like, you know, like I said, even when they got Burrow, is like, is it going to actually work out to where he has this tremendous career? And this season brought so much belief and so much happiness into the fan base that, again, they hadn't seen a playoff win in a lot of our lives. Like, my, I was born a few months after their last, their last playoff win. So just seeing all the joy it's brought to the fans and the players even, I mean, they've really embraced being the this city's team. And it's just been so great to watch all the joy and um, going back to what you were saying about just being a real NFL franchise, like, you know, actually spending more. I think the, one of the bigger things they did was they finally implemented a ring of honor to honor their past players. Cause they've been mm-hmm. around since 68. So they've had a lot of great players come in there. Yeah, They were an AFL team. Yeah. Like they, have, they have history. You know, when you don't, you know, honor your players and, you know, bring your former greats in and, you know, have all these murals and their names in the ring of honor. It, it makes it hard for other people to respect your franchise. You know, it's like Bengals fans. Some of us are like, you know, how bought in is this team really? Because it's one thing with the free agency, but then it's like you're not even honoring your past players the right way. So it's like 
is this franchise truly all in? And, you know, since doing that and being more aggressive in free agency, it's showing that there's they're turning over a new leaf that, you know, the owner, Mike Brown, he's slowly giving more and more control to the front office, you know, people below him and, and letting this team look like what a real NFL franchise should operate. We do have to take a quick timeout, so let's do that right now. We'll be back in just 60 seconds, and we'll finish up our SB Nation NFL show Super Bowl roundtable. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian Software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome back into our Super Bowl roundtable. I'm Steven Serta of Arrowhead Pride, joined by Jason Markham of Cincy Jungle, as well as Justice Mosqueda of Acme Packing Co. Before the break, Jason, we were kind of talking about uh, the Bengals and their ownership and, and their spending. And now that you guys have made it to a Super Bowl, we'll see what happens on Sunday, whether or not you guys come out of this thing victorious or not the way these playoffs have gone. I, I would not be shocked in any way if Cincinnati does pull this thing off, but now we're kind of entering different territory for the Bengals as a franchise, right? Like you go to a super bowl. Now the expectation from a fan base is okay. Now we got to keep building. We got to keep capitalizing on those windows. We saw, you know, Tampa Bay run it back, uh, bringing everybody back from that Super Bowl team for Tom Brady this year. We saw the Chiefs do that last year after their Super Bowl win. Now it's okay. Now we got to spend money. We got to build this offensive line around Joe Burrow. Is is that something that you guys have thought about? Is that something that is the expectation heading into this offseason? Because now that you're at a Super Bowl, it's we got to spend money and we got to put resources because this team's got a window to win right now. Oh, absolutely. And I, I do expect them. They've been, you know, pretty aggressive the last few offseason. I think you'll see them go much, much more aggressive, though, when it comes to upgrading the offensive line and making sure Burrow's not getting sacked, you know, 50 times a season again. I mean, that has to get cut down or he will end up like an Andrew Luck and a guy that just gets so banged up he has to retire early. And um, so I think I think 
this might end up being the most active free agency we've seen them in a long time because you've clearly got a window with this team right now to be and compete in the Super Bowl. So they're going to want to make sure that happens again next year. And the best way to do that is by fixing the offensive line because the great part is most of the their best players, you know, on this roster still have several years left. So it won't be hard to do because they've got like $60 million, I want to say, in cap space. I mean, you look at some of these teams that win championships early, they do it with their quarterbacks on rookie contracts. Um, I, th- I want to say Aaron Rodgers, it, it was either his rookie deal or it was his second extension, but it wasn't that big anyway. Russell Wilson, he won his Super Bowl on his rookie deal. So I think ideally, the Bengals, you're, you're going to hopefully have a window that extends beyond Burrow's rookie contract, but it's as open as it may be open these next couple of years. So that's going to be the biggest thing to do this off season. Yeah. I think it's, if, if you're a pass protector who, who's blocking on the right side of an offensive line, this is the year to hit free agency. Really? You look at, you know, the top five teams in terms of cap space beyond new England uh, it's Miami, the chargers, Jacksonville and Cincinnati. Those are all teams that, you know, have young quarterbacks with, at least some level of optimism. The Tua is the one that I'm kind of the fringiest on, but they all need help on that right side of the offensive line. And I think, you know, if you're a right tackle, I mean, you got to be chomping at the bit, just slobbering at the idea of those four teams just bidding against each other um, for, for your services, basically. But beyond, you know, the right side of the offensive line going against, you know, Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, um, Vaughn Miller, which is obviously kind of, one of the talking points beyond kind of seeing, you know, the Jamar Chase, uh, Jalen Ramsey matchup. What what are your concerns going into this game? You know, as a Bengals fan, rooting for them to win outside of the right side of the offensive line, what is giving you pause from the Rams? What what makes you scared about Sunday? Um, that they have three legitimate receivers um, on defense. That's my biggest concern right now. It's like we don't with Odell and um, Cooper Cup can do, but Van Jefferson, he, he can tear it up too. And so you got to figure Hilton and uh, Awuzie will be marked up with those two. And then Jefferson's going to go against Eli Apple, who he, he'll make some big plays, but he'll give up plenty as well. So that that's one of the matchups that scares me. Another potential one is if Tyler Higby plays, because he's such a focal point in that offense and the Bengals traditionally just aren't the best at covering tight ends. And, I mean, you look at you when you have three receivers like they have, you got to figure Higby just can tear them up over the middle. So those are my big things on defense. And then on offense, it's just can you protect Burrow? Can you establish the run? You know, they I give them credit. They were trying their day this last week, you know, against the Chiefs running on like it seemed like every first down in that game they ran on because, you know, part of it was they wanted to eat up some clock and part of it was they just wanted to not have Burrow drop back 50 times and get killed because. You can't. You definitely can't do that against this week with Von Miller and Aaron Donald coming at you. So those are definitely my biggest concerns. And so before we get out of here, I, I do want to get who is like your biggest wild card for the Cincinnati Bengals coming into this game. Like a, a player that you know, not the Jamar Chases of the world, but a, a player that maybe the national NFL audience is kind of overlooking. Like who's a guy? who makes a bigger impact that they don't necessarily know who could wind up being huge in the Super Bowl? Probably Sam Hubbard. He's the starting defensive end opposite of Trey Hendrickson. And he's, if you look at his, like the advanced analytics, he's actually one of the best defensive ends in the NFL at run stopping, but he's not very good at a pass rusher. Now, granted, 
uh, one of the changes that Anarumo did last week with that second half against Patrick Mahomes was he actually had Hubbard drop back and more of a spy to, you know, make sure that Mahomes could never escape and, you know, run for these five to 10 yard plays. Um, he, and Hubbard for credit, you know, for being a defensive end, he looked like a linebacker out there. I mean, he, that play uh, at the goal line with the game on the line, the final seconds, he ran from like his linebacker spot all the way to sack Mahomes. So I, I definitely think he's capable of making more plays like that in this game. Yeah, Chiefs fans are going to have nightmares about that Sam Hubbard play for a, a long time. That's a play that I have rewatched over and over again, trying to figure out what exactly Patrick Mahomes was doing. Right, but there. that's expectations, right? I mean, I'm a pa- I'm, I'm I'm a Packers fan. You covered the Chiefs. What? Well, welcome to it, man. This becomes like Super Bowl or bust every year, or every time you don't end up winning, they go to NFC Championship game, AFC Championship game, end up losing. It feels like you wasted a season. So welcome to the club, buddy. Yeah, there's no that there's no just regular years anymore. Uh, like once you make it to a Super Bowl, now it's moving forward every single year. You expect to be in this situation. You expect yep. you expect to be happy in February, uh, unlike most NFL fan bases. So, yeah, welcome to the club. Uh, I, I hope the Bengals get it done for you guys at Cincy Jungle and. and capitalize on this incredible year that they've been on. Uh, Thank you guys for checking us out. Make sure you're locked in the SB nation NFL show all week long. As I mentioned, we got tons of content for you guys this, this week. Uh, All of our regular daily shows are going to be there and available for you guys. We'll of course have the NFL daily updates. Make sure you're caught up on all your news bright early in the morning, and we'll have a ton of interviews, round tables, all kinds of Super Bowl content. So make sure you're subscribed Apple, Spotify, YouTube, everywhere you get all of your NFL content. We got you covered. Please stay locked in. I'm Steven Serta. You can follow me on Twitter at Steven Serta. You can follow Justice on Twitter at J-U-M-O-S-Q. And you can follow Jason on Twitter at M-A-R-C-U-M-89. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Support for this show comes from HubSpot. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Doing business has never felt harder. But you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You just need HubSpot. Because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this. High-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on Home mom? <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.